0: Alright, let's do this. Cocktails and scenes. Happy Super Bowl weekend, everybody. Woo! Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Uh we are mm-hmm. recording this on Thursday. Wait, can we say Super Bowl? The big game. The big game, sorry. My bad. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the big game. <laughs> Yeah, all of our investors are super angry. With us. <laughs> we're recording this uh, Thursday, February tenth, which is a couple yep. days before the Super Bowl. I think we're going to release it tomorrow, February eleventh, the mm-hmm. Friday before uh, Bengals and Rams.
1: Bengals Rams. Bengals
0: Rams. Unfortunately, the Bucks will not be playing this year, which is a bummer. But uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Brady. Thank you for <laughs> two glorious years.
1: Um, <clears throat> he is the GOAT, man. He's leaving. Leaving the GOAT.
0: Wayne's Eagles will obviously not be playing. Um, <laughs> I actually got a big kick. I actually screenshotted it and sent it to my group chat. It was like we were talking in like the work chat, and it was right after Brady retired, and you were like, mm. yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and I was like, Wayne, with a hot take right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. (laughs) Look at that. But uh, before we get into a bunch of football stuff, we are recording this on February 10th, which is one year to the day of when we released our first episode. So, Wayne, happy one year anniversary. One (laughs) year in the books.
1: Happy one year, buddy! Glad one to be year here.
0: of cocktails and scenes episodes. Thank you to all who oh, have. God,
1: what a job! It's <clears> been <throat> working with you, man. I swear to God.
0: <laughs> I bet. I bet it's been very <laughs> stressful on you. Uh, <clears throat> thank you to all who have listened and supported and engaged and have said absolutely kind words. And uh, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> it's fun. Uh, and and you know, we have a good time doing it. And that's you know. At the core of, of why we did it and why we'll continue to do it. And uh, Wayne, congratulations and thank you for a great year.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Same to you.
0: All right, so today, leading up to Super Sunday, we're talking football mm-hmm.
1: movies. Naturally, dude.
0: So we're going to go over our top five movies that take place on The Gridiron.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to throw around The Old Pigskin. Wait, what? What
1: are these terms you're throwing out?
0: I can't wait. For this. Uh, Wayne, what's a cover to defense? Do you know that? Oh
1: shit, dude! <laughs> I have no
0: idea. Uh, that's actually a, a, a tough one, but um, <clears throat>
1: it's uh, yeah.
0: But before yeah. we get into these, let's talk football cocktails. Um, Wayne, what do you got to drink for this football themed episode?
1: Um. I'm going super simple tonight and just drinking beer <laughs> it's it's an American pastime man I'm doing like my my root my like football Sunday routine like I just have some brown beers I'll take a shot and uh just chill out you know maybe have some little bats after that
0: why not there you go um yeah so I am was thinking along the same lines as you like football yeah. and beer just go together right absolutely um i thought that i would maybe just go beer and earlier in our episodes we just like did beers like once in a while but i think we uh-huh. we've yeah. made it a point if you guys haven't noticed to try and do more like cocktails and fit themes whatever so obviously and it, these
1: amazing punny names that i come up with exactly too. don't forget those uh, yes.
0: so uh what kind of beer are you drinking
1: Um, It is a uh, Sagatuck Brewing Co, and it's a Vanilla Cafe Brown. Brown ale brewed with vanilla and coffee, and it's freaking delicious.
0: Oh, nice. Very nice.
1: Huge brown fan.
0: (sighs) Nice. I have a beer myself, um, Mm -hmm. but I have something... Additional to the beer.
1: Oh, it's a special. Yeah, so
0: I have a beer. I'm drinking Uh, I went to for all you Western mass people Went to treehouse over the weekend have a super sap from treehouse brewing Although Mm -hmm. after I drink this I'm gonna just chug Miller lights like I do every football Sunday Um, (laughs) but I also have I thought of football movies and I was like, what's the most iconic scene from a football movie? And, of course, my pervert ass went to Allie Larder in a whipped cream bikini
1: uh, Uh. in Varsity Blues.
0: (laughs) So my pervert ass made a whipped cream bikini shot here. Nice. It's got uh, coconut rum, vanilla vodka, a little whipped cream, coconut milk-based um uh, of course for the, naturally for the tum-tum uh, for the with a little cherry on top the non-dairy yeah partakers. a little splash of grenadine and uh wayne's got a shot too so before we start slugging beers like football sunday let's mm-hmm. take this shot what do you what do you got a shot of over there
1: uh this is just absolute mandarin flavor i got it from a, a little nip
0: Ooh. well we both got yeah. tall boy shot glasses here so cheers i know tall boy Ooh,
1: that was easy. Yeah, a little too. Was it as good as um, that scene in Varsity Blues?
0: Nothing is as good as that scene in Varsity Blues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about Not Another Teen Movie?
0: That's um, yeah, Chris Evans. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good too. If I'm okay,
1: equally as good. <laughs> like that didn't help my argument whatsoever.
0: <laughs> uh, well, now it's time to start slugging beers. Um, yep.
1: So and beers. Is- Football. Yeah. Wayne, mm-hmm. football fan. It is a f- it is a sport. <laughs> it is. That Americans have. <laughs> let me just tell you the history of football. No. Let me talk about my history of football. It started about two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, growing up my family was not in we weren't a sports family and we were in Tennessee and we didn't really have a football team yeah. for a very long time. And uh, by the time we did get a football team, and they almost went to the Super Bowl, uh, oh,
0: they, I... Uh, they did go to the Super The Titans? The Titans, Yeah, yes. they lost by a yard. They almost yes. won. Yeah, they almost beat the 90, yeah. 99, I want to say.
1: 99, 99, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. So Aaron, by the time Steve I McNair. got to that point, yes. Yeah. Aaron McNair, Eddie McNair. George, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about him too. I think yeah, Jeff Fisher's good.
0: the coach, then yeah.
1: Well, I can't tell you any <laughs> of this is true, but <laughs> I'll take She's your trying word to for reach it. out to
0: the football fans out there. <laughs> I'm gonna make up a random name at one point in this episode and play it cool and just see if you notice or not. At one point, thanks. I'm gonna.
1: Thanks for setting me up. Yeah, to fail. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it out here at some point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I did. By that point in time in my life, I absolutely hated where I lived. So, of course, I'm not going to support the football team. So, uh, I really didn't just never watch football. And then uh, a couple years ago, you know, I uh, moved closer to Philadelphia and Jamie's family's in the Philadelphia. And I started watching football and I was like, dude, this, I I get it. I get it. Uh, So, it's been been a lot of fun to kind of learn it now. It's... But you know what's tough is like when you try to talk football with anybody, it's like, well, like just what you did, you know, what's a down seventy two eighty, <laughs> slap flak. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, I have no idea, dude, I just started. It's
0: the one sport where you're if you're not on the same like knowledge level, it can be like a weird conversation.
1: It's a weird conversation, <laughs> yeah. and let me tell you, I'm always on the other end. It's
0: <laughs> it's an interesting sport because it's like. It seems more complicated than it actually is, though. Like, when you break it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're just watching casually, like, it's pretty simple. Like, you know, you have Mm -hmm. four downs to get ten yards, whatever. Um, But then, you know, you talk about the intricacies of, like, offenses and defenses and getting to the X's and O's.
1: Yes. That's where it starts getting interesting. And that's where I'm starting to, like, get to because I've seen, you know, a couple of seasons of games, and I'm, like, starting to – you know, wanna learn what the <laughs> fuck they're doing and why do they go there yeah. and what's he doing. So yeah. it's been cool, man. How about you? What's your we all know you're a Bucks fan.
0: Yeah, big, big Bucks fan. So I, I really got into sports in like the late nineties. Like I wasn't like five years old and super into sports like yeah. I was like, you know, ten to you know, eleven, twelve range and I really started getting yeah. into sports. Um growing up in New England, uh you know, and them winning Super Bowls. Uh, I wasn't a Patriots fan, oddly enough. My uncle just gave me this Buccaneers sweatshirt that he randomly had. He's not even a fan. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool," yeah. and just rolled with this yeah. team at a young age. Um, they won a Super Bowl in two thousand two, and then you know I yeah. rooted for this team for twenty years of them being literally the worst team in professional sports, <laughs> and then uh, Tom Tom Brady came and uh, and changed that the last couple of years, but. Uh, so yeah, big Bucks fan, big football fan. My sports fandom has grown, has has waned over the years, big time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But football really hasn't. I think probably yeah. the format of it, of just being like once a week. You know, it's mm-hmm. more of an event.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just there's so much behind it that I just really, really like. Where like, if you talk to me when I was fourteen or fifteen. I would like knew every player in major league baseball. Um, yeah, and, you yeah. know, I still like basketball, <laughs> but even that's waned off a little bit, but yeah, football yeah. is really the one that I've, I've stuck being like a diehard fan and I'll watch any two teams play football. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm a Red Sox fan in yep. baseball. I'll only watch the Red Sox. I'm a Celtics fan of basketball. Yeah. I'll primarily only watch them unless it's a really good game, but, um, football, I'll watch the Browns play the redskins or washington football team sorry no now commanders <laughs> yeah, is the, yeah the washington Command- the Commanders. the commanders yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> i'll watch any two teams play but um yeah i grew up loving it um played football from like sixth to tenth grade um i slowly okay. got smaller and smaller well the other kids got <laughs> bigger and bigger because i was the kid in fifth grade who was you know, had a beard and was bigger mm-hmm. than everybody. <clears throat> so right, stopped like mid-high school and, you know, wasn't for me. But um, loved the sport and, you know, continue to follow it pretty intensely. But going into movies, mm-hmm. this is the, you know, we'll get into our top fives. This is the list mm-hmm. of movies I like the least of any episode I think we've ever done. Oh wow. Uh it was okay. very hard for me. I don't think football movies are good. I really don't. Yeah. Um I think baseball movies are better. I think basketball movies mm-hmm. are better. I think mm-hmm. golf movies are better. <laughs> um I think hockey movies are better.
1: Hockey movies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: it's re- they're really you know, I had to kind of pick and choose here yeah. and I like these movies on my list there's only one movie that i would say i love and even that is like borderline like my oh, number yeah, one yeah. is probably like a b movie for me b minus right. b-. so do you think
1: soccer movies go under football as the worst movies of all time? Worst sports movies?
0: Uh, I can't even think of soccer movies off the top of my head. Bend it like Beckham. The Big Green is dope. Nice kids movie. Uh, yeah. The Ladybugs. The ladybugs. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, that's good. Rodney
1: yeah. Dangerfield. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, I'd have to think
0: about that one. I actually think that random Will Ferrell one is pretty funny. It's like him and uh, oh,
1: kicking and screaming. That Robert yeah. Duvall
0: is his in it with him. I think. I think it's robert duvall is that robert i think robert so. duvall yeah yeah um that's fine i have terry bradshaw is randomly in that movie too i think um yeah i would say soccer is probably down there with football but at least soccer yeah. movies are just like kind of you know, trying to be whatever yeah, but, i, I know um right. speaking of soccer if you haven't watched yellow jackets on showtime watch it it's awesome um <laughs> But, yeah, football movies, this, this was a weird one. It, it-
1: so what what was weird to me about it, and it, I kind of mentioned this a little bit as we, we'll go along, but it was like football movies, they either do the outside of the game drama really well or they do, and and then the game kind of, you know, the actual game in the movie kind of suffers. Yeah. Or the drama is not very good and the acting is not very good outside of the game, but the game is phenomenal as like the way it's shot, the, the music behind it, the score. I, it was like, so my, the very top two or three on my list are the closest I can get to saying both the drama side and the sports side were both top. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Cause you have several aspects you need to. And it's also, you start on if. I think you separate football movies on... And I, mm-hmm. you know, for my list, I did, hey, football... Like, there needs to be games played. It's not like sure. football on the outskirts of this movie. is like, like, you know, I need to see football action. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a big part of the movie, not just... Same, You know, same. not just like yep. a story about someone who's maybe involved in football. Um, and then you break it down to, is it a true story or is it not? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you're right, there's aspects. is like storytelling... And then like football action and mm-hmm. and where those two meet and without saying too much, I, I don't want to give away too much let's, let's get into our <laughs> top fives because I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about it, but it, it it's an interesting one and football does yeah yeah, something in sports movies that I think it does it more than any other sport does in film. yeah, and that's kind of over dramatize and over Hollywood and there's a fine line. So Mm -hmm. we'll get into it. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of interesting talks. But yeah, football for me is my Mm -hmm. favorite sport by far, my favorite sport to watch. But the movies just, they're a little bitter missed for me. <laughs> this is my weakest, this is my, you know, we have these lists where I'm like, oh, I'm struggling yeah. to leave this off. I was like, yeah, no, I was like, yeah. oh, what do I put at five? But, uh, <laughs> well, we I do like, I this. do like, I do like all these movies I have on my list, but it, it was. Uh,
1: I always find it interesting though, how you and I, we we gather our lists up because that was two different ways you and I like analyze the movies to put them on our top five, you know?
0: Yeah. I like, I like how we don't set rules now. I think when we first did it, we're like, okay, it needs to have this, this, and this. And now it's like, Hey, however you interpret this and let's have a conversation Mm -hmm. about it. And I think it drives it a little bit more, but, um, you know, having said that, let's get into Mm -hmm. it. Uh, before we get into our top fives, a reminder, just follow us, uh, leave reviews, Apple and Spotify, much appreciated. Um, you've heard that song and dance before, though, so let's get into it. <laughs> Wayne, you want to give us like a hut-hut? Oh, yeah.
2: Hut-hut, 45, hut
0: Uh, top five football movies again happy super bowl sunday i hope you guys took monday off or at least the morning um (laughs) because top five drunkest days of the year i think
1: uh absolutely Um, in america anyway
0: so yeah i mean we're not gonna spend the super bowl together so we might as well get very drunk today i guess too let's do it yeah let's get drunk we haven't gotten like drunk drunk I episode. know we haven't. Really. This is like our early episode We're fucking bombed, and sound like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, and then the later episodes, we're like, hey,
0: what? What do you feel about this movie? Uh, this is a beautiful. This film. Movie. Do you oh. think it's a masterpiece? Uh, it's a masterpiece. And like, is. Like, oh, yeah, Tom oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hanks is great in Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> fear <laughs> ever <laughs> uh, all right let's get drunk tonight um mm-hmm. but along with that let's do our top fives I have uh, this yep. is one of the more intriguing top fives for me that I want to hear what you have on your list because it could go anywhere here but let's start with could your, go anywhere your number five football movie Wayne all right what you got
1: number five football movie by the wild card here. Um, I actually watched this this morning because I had randomly come across an article mentioning it and it was talking about how it was the greatest football movie ever it has to be in every football fans watch list. So I was like, all right, well, I got to fucking watch it. Um, and it is called Brian's song, 1971 starring James can and Billy D. Williams. Have you seen this
0: movie? Will? oh yeah. Ultimate yeah. guy cry movie is they call it.
1: Um, Ultimate Guy Cry, yep.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, okay, many a times. Uh, I left it off because it didn't have enough football on it for me to make my what I was. Gotcha. Calling it. You okay. know, it's yeah. more about the story about the two of them about Brian Piccolo. I
1: think. I think the football part of it was the way it was shot for me. Yeah, it felt like those old news reels. You know, I mean, because it really was yeah. like just literally uh Sayers running the actual Sayers running footage of him doing it um and then James Connability Williams there was just it was cool like I didn't even know this even happened it felt like it was this made-up story but then you realize like it didn't know it's a real life you know relationship between these two teammates um it's amazing there's there's (laughs) it's amazing one that it was a, a tv movie because uh, the production value was actually pretty pretty high for the time. Yeah,
0: like, it's like up there, I think, I know it was a couple of years ago, it was like one of the most watched live yeah. TV, like everyone watched it when it first came out. It was like a big right. story. Yeah.
1: Um, And another thing that was really funny was seeing the life of a football player in the 60s where they're like they just went on like a five mile jog and they stopped to get beers at the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> going to beer it's crazy and they dr- they eat pizza like every other scene they're eating pizza
0: there's another movie that we may or may not talk about later that's like like drinking beers and eating pizza the whole time I'm like if i do that i'm useless like what do you guys yeah it's crazy
1: i just don't think that's i don't think that's athletes nowadays i just think they always just eat like skinless chicken and broccoli and rice
0: avocado ice cream shout out tb12 uh,
1: <laughs> yep there's some crazy shit like that yep all right so that was mine number five Brian's song Brian's
0: song really enjoyed that movie yeah, yeah i you know i think of a couple things with this i have a couple stories of this one i think of okay. there's an episode of entourage where they watch it and they're all like crying and like their buddies walk in and <laughs> the, that's when they call it the ultimate guy cry movie but um my late uncle who was a my father figure to me, um, mm-hmm. big, huge football fan. He liked the Minnesota Vikings more than I've ever seen anyone, like any team ever. <laughs> he had a signed yeah. Gale Sayers football in his basement. And oh, I remember wow. asking him about it, and he was like, oh, yeah. here." And, he, and then one day he showed me Brian's song, and he was, like, getting yeah. emotional, and I was, like, too young. And I was like, the fuck you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and like i remember and he's
1: like this this guy this is a this is a guy cry movie
0: (laughs) it's it's emotional right i'm like dude i'm 10 paul like shut up (laughs) i don't understand this and i remember giving him shit about it when i got older and realized like what it was about i was was too young to like get emotional i don't care about this yeah i wanted to watch like you know
1: more of the football scenes mighty ducks or something like that um but
0: uh yeah, I I actually I haven't seen it in a while. I I thought about it, I looked at it, um, but yeah, I, I for my criteria I went a little bit more mm-hmm. like football heavy movies as far as yeah the field. But.
1: Let me just say that the rest of these movies are very football heavy. Oh, yeah, I just really wanted to touch base on yeah. that one. How Good did, movie,
0: did it hold up? Well, I haven't seen it in a while.
1: Yeah, actually, it really it really did. It had me watching it the whole time. It was. Uh, it was good. Plus, you know, I mean, how many times do you get to watch Billy D. Williams, like young Billy D, do shit? Lando. Lando.
0: Speaking of things that hold up well, mm-hmm. my number five. You're number five. Classic. Mm-hmm. Spike Don't Care. Spike Don't Play with Girls. Little Giants,
1: 1994.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Uh, this is directed by a guy named Dwayne Dunham. He's fresh off. <laughs> At this time, he's hot. He's, okay. a, he's a hot sought-after director. He just directed the homeward-bound sequel, Homeward Bound The Incredible Journey.
1: Oh, Jesus so Christ. He's
0: the hottest director in Hollywood. He takes the job.
1: Hottest director in Hollywood he right now.
0: Takes the job to direct Little Giants. Mm-hmm. He gets probably the two biggest movie stars in the world with Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill to, yeah. to headline his movie. Um before you know they play brothers who are coaches. They face off in pee wee football. I think most of us know this story. Mm-hmm. Before they mm-hmm. got them, they originally casted Randy Quaid and Gary Busey. And I would pay so much oh, money, my god, to see an alternate version of this movie where Gary Busey. That's a
1: really dark <laughs> version, though. That's like the dark version of Little Giants. Yeah, it's like he's giving them like cortisone shots. In the- <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: uh, this movie. Like if you. You know, I was born in the late '80s, so I was five, six when this came out, um, mm-hmm. and everyone loves The Sandlot. And I always get in this argument: <laughs> this movie is <laughs> this movie, and the aforementioned Mighty Ducks are so much better than the sand. The Sandlot's overrated. Get out
1: of here. Oh, my God. I will not agree with get you. Get out of here. Give me Little King, Giants King all
0: day. I'll take the Big Green. So we get a big Green, give that their second mention. I'll take the Big Green over the Sandlot. Little Giants was is great. Uh, the movie was inspired by an early 1990s McDonald's ad about Pee Wee football. And after it aired... Wow, that was the
1: inspiration?
0: Yeah. Shit. And Steven Spielberg, liked the commercial, he like called up the the creator of the ad and like hired him to write a script about like Pee Wee football and all this and then you know wow rick moranis on board so um (laughs) like a lot of these movies a lot of nfl cameos you get john madden emmett smith bruce smith uh tim brown Mm -hmm. and steve etman in it um it's just a great nostalgic kids movie. This is yeah. a nostalgic no, it's, it is, it is goofy, good. silly, dumb movie for sure. Um Icebox, you know, I'll go perv here again. Yep. If you guys knew Icebox is a big character. She now does softcore <laughs> porn. <laughs> <laughs> Icebox is No, that's awful. Ice Box. Where would they do that? Is a Where a softcore porn artist now? Um <laughs> we're gonna link it in our Instagram stories too. <laughs> All of her videos, swipe up. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, this sounds terrible. Send me the link. Uh, <laughs> Send me the link. Uh, right. But I love it. I mean, anytime you have Rick Moranis in like a early '90s cheesy movie, it's great. <laughs> um, yeah and uh the little
1: giants. i do like the i do like the the chemistry between the coaches in this movie yeah. as an adult like watching it later it's kind of like really funny like rick moranis and yeah uh yeah super funny
0: number five nice catch hot hands little giants
1: little little giants all right well that was a good number five run now it's time for me to start getting into these heavier hitter football movies with number four. We are Marshall 2006. We are. Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 2006 directed by, how do you say this? Mick G Yep. Okay. Mick um, it is on HBO Max right now If you guys are yep. uh, Wanting to watch it um, Pretty big cast We got Matthew McConaughey Matthew Fox Anthony Mackie Kate Mara Ian McShane woo-woo. January Jones That's going to be my like Signifier that I really liked their performance When I call on like that
0: I do like Ian McShane
1: I do Yes um, And then uh, David Strathairn here <laughs> Strathern, Strathern, Ooh, wow, okay big
0: fan. Of his, he's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so when a plane crash claims the lives of members of the Marshall University football team and some of its fans, uh, the team's new coach and his surviving players try to keep the football program alive. So this one I put on my list, and I put it actually far, kind of far down, because. This is one of those movies where I felt the drama part was weaker than the football part.
0: Absolutely. I have yes. big issues with this movie. I watched it this morning, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I left it off my list because of the big issues mm-hmm. I have with it. So I'm interested to hear.
1: Okay. I think you're maybe yeah, going in the direction kinda, that I'm thinking, but let's we Yeah, we're, I've got, so this. there's some good scenes, this, scenes in this movie, mm-hmm. and there's some good acting parts um my favorite part of the movie is the actual football scenes the mix of the snare drum and the camera movement and everything like that it keeps the excitement going it's really cool it's very college collegiate yeah college collagen <laughs> um <laughs> loosen lips up uh to me two main standout performances ian mcshane and anthony mackie both were very good in this movie uh, McConaughey drives me absolutely nuts in this movie. It's
0: A little too wacky, a little too wacky,
1: little too. Wacky. It's just like he's trying too hard. Yeah, it's, almost.
0: It's like you're taking comes over, off. You're taking over this. Yeah, you know, this so uh, 1970. The whole mm-hmm. play. The uh, whole uh, Marshall team is on literally
1: on. all everyone. Yeah,
0: true story. Dead. It couldn't be more tragic. You know, coaches, players, fans, all crash in a a, Mm -hmm. die in a plane crash and it's now like the this story is about the revival of the football program and matthew mcconaughey comes and and coaches where is he wooster wooster right wooster he was Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yep yeah i mean it's you know it was a good movie i really i i enjoyed the football scenes the the drama scenes weren't terrible but matthew mcconaughey's character really just drove me crazy. And there were times in this movie where I like I don't know if I was just dumb or like I just they they would say something and it would just be like why did you even fucking
0: why did you say that?
1: Like what? What does this even mean? What are you doing?
0: There's so this movie this is kind of what I was mentioning earlier. A mm-hmm. lot of these movies are based on true stories, which are amazing stories. And this is one, yeah. it's a tragic story, but it's also an amazing story. And uh-huh. they Disney-fied the fuck out of this movie. If they told this uh-huh. story and were real about it, like, you don't see anything about the plane crash. You see a flash of light, and then yeah. and then you see the plane there. Like, there's no, like, real, real emotional scenes. Maybe, be, like, uh-huh. between Kate Mara and Ian e. McShane, I guess, but even those are, like, few and far between. They could have been way more real with this movie. They tried mm. too hard to be fucking remember the Titans with this movie, even down to the like the classic rock soundtrack and oh, geez, every yeah. fucking two seconds they had like you know CCR playing. Um Yeah. <laughs> it just had so much potential to be a really good movie. And I don't hate it. Like it's fine. Yeah. I agree yeah. Ian McShane's really good. Mackie's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, McConaughey overacts, but yeah, he's fine.
1: January Jones is
0: fucking wallpaper. What a bore.
1: Dude. Well, yeah, just one dimensional. She's so
0: bad in everything besides Mad Men. She's good. She's good in Mad Men, but she's never seen her be good in a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Kate Mara, but she's kind of boring in this. The scenes with him and McShane are fine. Her and McShane are fine, but um, Mm -hmm. it just. It was a very frustrating movie because I felt like it could Mm. have been so much better than it was. And I do agree they did capture like 1970s like college football Mm -hmm. pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. But just, you know, and at least they told the story like truthfully some other of these movies, Mm -hmm. which maybe we'll talk about later, like kind of just like fabricated a bunch of shit. Like they're pretty real in this movie. Like, oh, that was the only game we won all year. (laughs) Yeah. No,
1: that's (laughs) okay. So I I did have that in my notes was that I liked at the end of this movie how they were like, oh, dude, we didn't fuck. No, don't think that this is like a fucking like <laughs> yeah, we didn't just win the superstar star ship, story. We just
0: beat like a mediocre team. Uh, was our <laughs> we beat a mediocre team yeah.
1: and literally lost the rest.
0: But of the they should have touched so. way more on like all these side stories. So the one guy who didn't get on the flight because he overslept. Yeah. yeah, That's an insane story. And then mm-hmm. the assistant coach, Matthew Fox, they're just like, oh, yeah, he went on this recruiting trip like the day before. And they just talk about it for like 30 seconds. And mm-hmm. like if they really touched on the tragedy of what happened a little bit more. Yeah. I think I think the overarching weaknesses of all these movies are weak directors. McGee was a fucking music yeah, yeah. video director and then directed like a shitty mm-hmm. terminator movie mm-hmm. and I don't even know what the fuck else he did. Like he That's about it. Yeah, he's like a, he's like the most renowned director of music videos and then he directed yeah. this but like it, there's just
1: but it didn't transfer well
0: it just didn't it, i would have loved to have seen like a dark darker non disney take on this movie mm-hmm. and i get it at the end like you want it you know you want it to be a feel good thing but like
1: honestly the ending was you know i liked how they did that but in the inside i was laughing a little bit <laughs> cuz it was like this big build up that you like your natural and, and this is kind of like a, a good point with football movies is you're always waiting at the end for the happy ending right like yeah the team's gonna fucking win it's gonna get go the end we're gonna get one more touchdown it's yeah. gonna be one more point that's all we need and this one's like no fuck we didn't do <laughs> we didn't do shit
0: yeah. <laughs> that was yeah like McConaughey like he went like nine and thirty five or something over a couple yeah seasons. and
1: then retired like two years later yeah. it was like.
0: Well, well, what's the point of all of this? Yeah. So Mick G, I take it back, did direct some great movies. He did Charlie's Angels and the, the following sequel, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. So bye back. Oh, my. oh God. <laughs> Sign me up. His music videos are hilarious, though. Smash Mouth All-Star. Uh, the Offspring, oh, Why Don't You Get a Job. Bare Naked Ladies, One Week. Sugar mm-hmm. Ray, Every Morning.
1: He's got a type.
0: Yeah, he's... Oh, he's... <laughs> done so many corn smash mouth and sublime videos it's crazy
1: he has got a type and they put him on we are marshall what does
0: yeah who knows where that came from that's weird but yeah hasn't yeah, done too many weird. movies lately he did the babysitter movies on netflix which actually were kind of hits with similar mm-hmm. weaving mm-hmm. um i haven't seen yeah. it, but they they actually were pretty big but other than that since this movie uh not too much mm-hmm All right, moving on to my number four. Yep. Listen, if we're doing a genre and Tom Cruise is in a movie in this <laughs> genre, I'm going to put it on my list. 1983. I'll actually just say the tagline of the movie to give the title. Okay. He had a dream, but the dream mm-hmm. began to sour. Busting to break oh, out, God. he had to make all the right moves. The right moves. All the right moves. 1983. All oh, the right moves. Tommy Cruise, the first movie where he mm-hmm. had his first name above the title, top billing for Tommy. Top
1: Cruise. billing for yeah. Tommy Cruise in the same movie. year. Yep. This is kind of
0: his breakout year, a little bit, you could say, because Risky Business came out the same year in '83. Yeah, the uh,
1: I, outsiders. I was. I don't know why I said it like that.
0: <laughs> the outsiders. <laughs> Is that, a, the outsiders. is that about a group of young Jewish folk? <laughs> Chaim. Uh, this also could be the Wayne Lawler story because it's an ambitious young man who's trying to get out of a dying mill town in Pennsylvania.
1: So, <laughs>
0: this is my life, dude. It's my life. Yeah. Uh, Directed by Michael Chapman again. He's done like he did like two other no name movies, and that was about it. Um, Considered the male version of Flashdance, which I thought was funny about the young character (laughs) living. Yeah, it's both about a young person living in a Pennsylvania town (laughs) trying to get out and become a big success, right? Um, Yep. It. It's a silly movie.
1: <laughs> the scenes. No, I love this movie. Yeah, I, I do. I really love this movie. Leia, this was. Yeah, uh,
0: Leah Thompson as a love interest. Craig T. Nelson as a football coach mm. before he's coach on coach. Coach, coach on <laughs> yeah. coach. Hayden Fox.
1: So this was his practice to, for that character.
0: Yeah, the uh, dramatic yeah. scenes with Cruz and and Craig T. Nelson are, are something to see in this. You know, he gets kicked yeah, off the are. team, comes back. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh <laughs> It's. <laughs> Good movie, but um, the one Let's just talk
1: one second about your crush on Leia Thompson. This is the equal to my crush on Leia Thompson.
0: She is very good looking in this movie, and yes, she did not originally do it because they like had nude scenes in it. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Cruise, is like, I'll get naked with you, like, if it makes you feel better. And she's like, All right, I guess. I'll oh,
1: go. god, and, that's a beautiful story. And then
0: they got naked together. So,
1: wow, oh, that's a nice guy,
0: a lot of horniness on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? What's happening? Anyway, um, What I really love about this role for Tom Cruise Mm -hmm. is that all these football movies are like oh, the star quarterback, the star quarterback. He's a white guy Mm -hmm. playing defensive back. So he's like a white cornerback (laughs) which is unheard of in football these days.
1: (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not. Um. I will...
0: Yeah, there's, there's been like two white defensive backs in the last like 20 years in football.
1: Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Not that I'm saying good we're oppressed. <laughs> just saying there's not a lot of white guys. For just playing just for. facts. Yeah. These are facts. Uh But all the right moves. I have. To, I I couldn't leave it off with with Tom. Grace. I uh, love this fun movie, watch. Man. It's like an hour pack. and 20 minutes.
1: It yeah. is, dude. I know. It's just a fun like 80s. Like it's in my 80s you know, rotation. Yeah. You know, like. Gotta, gotta watch it. For sure. Good pick, man. Good pick.
0: Moving on to number three.
1: Number three for me. Um, so my number one stayed number one this entire time. <laughs> but my two and my three kind of flip flopped. But I landed here, and this is where I'm going to be. Number three, Friday Night Lights, 2004. Peter Berg. I watched it on Hulu. You guys, it's it's a rental right now. You can watch it wherever. Um, based on the H.G. Bissinger's book, which profiled the economically depressed town of Odessa, Texas, and the heroic, heroic, heroic high school football team, the Permian High Panthers. Stars Billy Bob Thornton, Jay Hernandez, Lucas Black, Garrett Hedlund, and... Tim McGraw
0: When you think Tim McGraw I hope you think my favorite song It's a little something for the Swifties out there Uh, Tim McGraw
1: Tim McGraw, yep Second movie he played a supporting character as a a football themed movie Blindsat Yep, Uh, he was much more of an asshole in this movie
0: He's a great guy in (laughs) Blindsat (laughs) <laughs> he's got yeah, some he's redemption at the end of this movie though he's got some redemption
1: a little bit yeah yeah i mean i can yeah i can get it um so this is i really liked watching this movie it's the first time i've ever seen it right i wasn't a football fan i was like 2004 dude i was full emo full emo stage i wasn't going near football all right so i watched this movie back
0: sunday records and leave me alone.
1: exactly Putting on my Thrice shirt, my gray sweaty, and my uh, fucking suit coat jacket, and I'm going to town. Bringing my black and white 35 millimeter camera <laughs> Let's just get it. It's two hits. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this movie, um, I fucking loved it, man. I thought this was a great movie. Uh, very modern visuals, quick camera cuts, gritty saturation with a, an atmospheric score provided by explosions in the sky, which I had no freaking idea. I love explosions in the sky. Yeah. Um, Tobias A. Scheisler. that's his name, was the cinematographer, uh, which so we can accredit these, this amazing cinematography, by the way, in this movie. Um, it goes along with the cuts and the acting and everything. Um, he did Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and the upcoming Adam project.
0: The trailer out. just came out today, actually, for that movie. Yeah, trailer Adam just started. dropped today. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, check out our stories if it's still there. Yeah, it looks good. Um, so the uh, aside from just being a just a really really good football story movie, um, both on and off the field, I think you know it was really interesting to watch, like the pressure that was put on these kids to perform and i think that was the underlying topic of this movie was to show this like fanatical fucking town pushing these kids to their limits yeah um and it was definitely shown dramatically in the relationship between don billingsley and his father who was tim mcgraw very abusive you know very you're not good enough i got my super bowl ring 83 woo. <laughs> And you ain't nothing. So you know, I mean it is and it was like this very internal struggle shown in Mike Winchell uh, played by Lucas Black. So it was just it was a very visceral movie. It had a lot of underlying kind of like subplot that you had to kind of really pay attention to 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 understand and get. Yeah. Um and then on just the surface level, it was just a damn good football movie, man. It's just damn good. Great, great scenes on the football field. Great scenes off the field. I don't know why they named him Booby. What the fuck name? Who going to call our kid Booby?
0: Booby Miles. Booby Miles. I love Thanks, his. Baby I Miles. love his uncle in the movie. He's 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 good. Mm-hmm. The real life Booby Miles is also in the movie a lot. He's like standing. He's like a assistant coach or a trainer or something. Like a lot of times mm. when you see the character Booby Miles, like the real life Booby mm. Miles is sitting right next to him.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, this is a real life booby.
0: Real life boobies.
1: <laughs> Again, we can't get away from this episode. Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. Um. So yeah, man. Uh. Great acting by Billy Bob. Um. And all the kid actors. You know, we we know Garrett Hedlund moved on. Uh. To uh, he did Tron. Yep. Um. He also did. Uh, what was that one writer movie? It was back in the fifties. Ah, shit! I can't even remember. Anyway, he's done some stuff. And, uh, yeah, that was my number three.
0: Right in our lights. All right. Uh, my number three is Remember the Titans.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: So going back to what I said earlier about not loving any of these movies, every time I watch this movie, I like it less. And Oh, less. Less. Wow, okay. Less. Less, okay. And I think mm-hmm. if Denzel was not in this movie, because he's amazing in it and he's great, mm-hmm. I think this movie would not be that great. I think if you did not have a very powerful lead like Denzel to carry this movie, it would not be great. Um,
1: came out in 2000. I I would agree with you
0: on that, by the way. Came out in 2000, but- uh, directed by Boaz Yakin. Again, weak director hasn't directed anything I've ever heard of, uh, but he's Mm -hmm. wrote some movies. He wrote The Rookie, another Disney movie. He wrote the Now You See Me movies, which randomly there's two Mm -hmm. of them, which I did not know. Um, Mm -hmm. And he also. Why is there two? I have no idea.
1: Okay. I thought there was a reason. You know what? The biggest
0: missed opportunity ever? Like the first one's called Now You See Me, and the second one's called Now You See Me 2. How do they not call the second one Now You Don't?
1: Oh, my God.
0: What the fuck are they thinking?
1: They thought there was going to be a third one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we can't just waste that cool pun. Now you see me, one. and the second one's called Now You Do. That would have been amazing. Uh, but I know. he Missed opportunity. This guy did write The Harder They Fall, though, which we both love this mm-hmm. year. It was a very good movie. Yes. You know? yep. Um, This is another one based on a true story. Uh, T.C. Williams High School in Virginia. But the whole fucking movie's a lie. Um... <laughs> it's what my dreams so it's based on a true story but it's about the Mm -hmm. integration of black and white athletes in high school and you know them coming together on this high school football Mm -hmm. team and the movie takes place in 1971 when they like got good and you know won state championship whatever the integration actually happened in 1961 the only reason they got good ten years later is because three other schools merged, so they had like this big talent pool to pick from. Like that's when they got really good. Uh, it's just fucking crazy.
1: Uh, How many times has real life ruined my football movie? That's
0: I can. I'm okay with like hollywooding movies. You have to. You have to. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you definitely have to. Have to yeah, this is for a lot bu- of these. Basically, this is saying like, "Oh, the white and blacks came together and then we won." It's like, no, that's not what happened. The <laughs> white and blacks yeah, came together. It's like years. And then this you took sucked. A while. And then you sucked for ten years. Like, <laughs> that's just so fucking Disneyized. Uh, the two coaches are great. Ned Yost mm-hmm. and oh, absolutely, he's awesome. Strongest
1: strong leads in this movie. Denzel's
0: sure. great. Uh, Denzel, by the way, nominated. You know, Oscar Noms came out this week. He's now been nominated for an Oscar in five decades, which is crazy.
1: Wow. Good for him, though, man. He just keeps killing it every damn time. He
0: does, but is Denzel the best actor who's never been in, like, really great movies? Movies aren't fucking great. He's so, he's good in everything, but, like, this movie is okay to me, and it, don't get yeah. me wrong. When I was younger, it was amazing, and I challenge you, if you mm-hmm. loved it growing up, to watch it now, and I don't think it holds up as well, um, yeah. but he's still really good. I mean, this movie just makes me think of, like, middle school and, like... Anytime we had a movie day, we we're watching this. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> the overall oh, yeah, message yeah. is great, and and I get it. And I still enjoy it. Uh, you know, it's quotable mm-hmm. as hell. You know, sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Zero fun, sir, is a great scene. It, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Zero fun, sir. The running
0: back, y'all. Um, <laughs> the one thing I hate about it. That annoys me. And even when I was younger, it annoyed me. Is fucking Hayden Penitier as Coachios' daughter, Cheryl.
1: <laughs> you want her to leave uh, and go home? Leave. Or like go to school, well, maybe?
0: Unfortunately, the real life version died. Cheryl died at age 34. From. Good riddance. Uh, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, no, she... Oh, I thought you were going to say from overdosing on something. <laughs> she, did really <laughs> she,
0: she did really die. That's awful. She did really die. RIP, Carol.
1: R.I.P. Um
0: Yeah, it's just She just couldn't
1: couldn't hold up to the This is probably a nostalgia pick.
0: This is like what I said about We Are Marshall kinda of ripping this one off with like the soundtrack and the vibes from mm. it. Like it's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the classic rock soundtrack is great. You know, the I can just picture the scene with Bertier driving off with James Taylor, Fire and Rain playing and like I tell
1: you what the the one for me in this movie is the uh
0: um, Ain't no mountain Eye.
1: No, city in the sky.
0: Uh, yeah, spirit in the sky.
1: Spirit in the sky, sorry. Yep, yep that one.
0: Yep. Um, also, the state championship game where they win in the last play under the lights. Mm-hmm. It was played at 11 o'clock in the morning, and they won 28 <laughs> nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that shit just makes me laugh. Oh, Bertier. Injured in the auto accident the day before the game happened. Another car crashed into him. He drove into a pole, and it was after the season was over. They had already played the game. (laughs) So just
1: shit like... That is is, this classic case of Hollywoodization, dude. Shit
0: like that where you're, like, not even just over-dramatizing it. You're, like, just basically making shit up. Just
1: changing the story, literally. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I sound like I'm shitting on this movie when it's my number three, but...
1: Remember the time? Ty- well, you know the writers are like, "Oh shit, we need like a dramatic event right here at the tail end of the story arc." Yeah. What can we use from their real life? Well, dude was in a fucking car accident.
0: He hit a pole later. We'll put it in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, it's still an iconic movie. I think it if is. You're, it is. You know, my age, a little bit older, a little bit younger. You grew up with it. Denzel's great in it. Hmm. It's a Disney football movie. What else are you going to expect? All I am saying is that if you watch it now, you won't love it the way you did maybe when you were younger. <laughs> but
1: it still this sounds a little malice.
0: I know. I'm
1: being... Are you I'm being z- disappointed? Are you bitter
0: right now? I'm being zero fun, sir, right now, I'm sure, with it. But <laughs> no, I do like it. Denzel's great. Carries the movie. Yeah. Never forget ryan gosling was a liability at cornerback as the meme says the great meme says ryan <laughs> gosling was a absolute liability at cornerback
1: absolute 100 liability
0: that's my number three remember the titans
1: hmm. good pick well that leads me right into my number two which is remember the titans
0: But yeah, you want to do the whole
1: like dance to the? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, what you got on, uh, that uh, we didn't touch on? Well, I mean, no, I mean, we touched base on a lot of stuff. I just think that um I think this is one of those most iconic football films. Like, he, it's very it's, iconic. like you said. I mean, very iconic, yeah. it's super iconic. Too many big stars to even freaking list in this movie um great performance by denzel as always but i totally agree with you on the point that and i i do think that denzel's performance in this movie was so complete that he literally i don't think there there was any way shape or form this movie would not be great because he's in it but if he wasn't in it yeah. yeah it, I don't think he would have near as strong of a of a, a story.
0: It's so reliant on Denzel and mm-hmm. uh but you know, again, he's great and you know, I'll just say like the Gettysburg scene is fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's really, really mm-hmm. good. And it just it's probably because we've gotten older, but it just the Disney Shit, just
1: look. I'm gonna talk about Disney fi- Disneyification. Yeah, a little bit later. So I'm I'm with you. Um, so yeah, that was my number two. Remember the Titans.
0: Remember the Titans. I tried. She loves football. Um, <laughs> well, my number two is flip flop. With your number three, it's Friday Night Lights. Um,
1: wow. I we almost had the same. 2 and 3 then because I just changed it.
0: Yeah. Uh Friday like this morning. Night Lights Great. is mm-hmm. my number What you got on that? 2 Again, mm-hmm. uh directed by Peter Berg, 2004. Uh mm-hmm. real true story again, at least based on one. I said that. I said that. I,
1: I said, said that. that
0: first. Um <laughs> I said that I said that first. <laughs> Buzz Bissinger, book Friday Night Lights. I read this in high school and I fell in love with it. It was my favorite like the wow. only books I liked in like elementary and high school were The Outsiders and Friday Night Lights. Other than that, a <laughs> oh, great Gatsby I randomly liked too. Other than that, I was like, get uh, fucking that's get that's books, fucking random as shit, get books dude. away from me at that age. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, yeah. but I loved when I read this book. I was like, this is amazing. It's so great. It's so mm. real. Uh, it just it captured you know what you hear about people mm-hmm. who love high school football and the areas where it's super yeah. into it. Um, I have... West Texas. I have problems with the movie. Randomly... <laughs> I got a lot of problems with this movie. Randomly, this is... I mean, this is my number two football movie. There's two iterations of this story that I like better than this movie. I like the TV show, and I like the book both better than the movie.
1: Mm, okay. Gotcha.
0: And here's why. The, the book captures racism and... Mm-hmm. And all of the like real heavy shit that the movie doesn't tackle too much. Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite side, the show doesn't take itself too seriously. The show really captures like high school football in Texas and the craze behind it and tells like stories. Yeah. Obviously, they can flesh out characters more in a TV show over sure, seven seasons, sure. but. It's very soap opery, but it's actually very, very good. I really enjoy the TV mm-hmm. show and the book is great. So, but this is a very good, entertaining movie. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. The football scenes are awesome, the cinematography is great, mm-hmm. the soundtrack's great. Um, mm-hmm. but the show is just lighthearted, it knows what it is, it doesn't try to do too much. And the movie at sometimes just feels a little uneven and it mm-hmm. has horrible 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 acting at times (laughs) lucas black who's the quarterback is awful um
1: I disagree. I think he's one of the best parts of the movie. Horrid,
0: horrid, horrid, horrid. No,
1: I like Listen, him. I he's, like
0: him. He's my man. From he's uh, the star of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. So yes,
1: Tokyo Drift, uh, classic movie,
0: classic film. Terrible. Garrett Hedlund mm-hmm. is terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> and they had so many. And like Billy Bob's great. Kyle Chandler is the better. It, it's a fictional team. And Friday Night mm. Lights on the TV show. It's the Dylan Panthers and it's Kyle Chandler who's amazing Mm -hmm. in the show but what I did like what they carried over from the movie is the two most underutilized actors in this which are Connie Britton who's the coach's wife
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and uh what's his name he plays uh the the booster in uh the tv show Mm. uh and they're just so underutilized in this film movie and they get really Mm -hmm. they're like the two two of the main characters in the tv show and the tv show booster guys buddy buddy garrity he's the guy who was like hey coach you better win and billy Mm -hmm. bob was like oh yeah what if i don't like oh what else like what happens if (laughs) i don't that guy so he's a huge character in the tv show they play him and connie Britton like carry their characters over they play yeah yeah it's like Loki. They're playing variants of themselves, essentially. Mm. Oh, shit. Um, Avatars? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it, it's a very, very good movie. Uh, it. I wish it, I, again, kind of like We Are Marshall... I wish it got a little mm-hmm. bit darker at times. Um and really yeah, well, I mean, tackled these yeah, things. There's some crazy stories. The the shit with Booby, which by the way, Derek Luke is great as Booby Miles. Very good as yeah. Booby Miles. Yeah,
1: no, he is. He's good. Um yeah.
0: I just wish at times it got a little bit more heavy on the stories along these guys, particularly Booby. And I would have liked to seen a stronger actor play uh the quarterback
2: again.
1: Mm-hmm
0: lucas black did not do it for me um Mm -hmm.
1: but dude he felt like i don't know growing up in tennessee he felt like a fucking like southern quarterback kid like i saw like my brother in that guy i was like dude that's like have you watched the tv show I have not watched the TV show.
0: Matt Saracen's the quarterback in the TV show. And
1: oh my God. Saracen <laughs> is killing. <laughs> uh, All right. So now I'm going to have to watch the TV show. The TV show TV so shows I can get is like comparison. when you
0: first watch it, you're going to be like, what the fuck? This is like a like teen drama. And then like, you're gonna be like, <laughs> fuck, I'm addicted to it. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> uh I could see why teens would
1: go absolutely bonkers for this movie in 2004. It's
0: great. I mean, so like Varsity Blues is not on my list, but like Varsity Blues is just dumb high school movie, but it knows what it is. Yeah. And like, it's just, yeah, yeah. And, and this is a little bit like too dark to not like get into the like high school drama and all this shit, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm, move it, but mm-hmm. like the TV show does that really well. And I think it's like, there's a huge audience for something like that. Where this I think just doesn't find its full theme maybe sometimes is it trying to be that mm. like high school movie is it trying to just mirror the book is it trying to you know
1: I could see that yeah it, it, I, I think I, I think where it really like shines is is in the on field shooting of it that's where it's it, where the this movie really shines yeah and it's because there's none of that bullshit acting in it we're completely relying on just the camera and the score and the pace of the action in these scenes to keep us moving along, which is amazing. Yeah. By the way, I mean I've already mentioned it. Like that's like the top part of this movie is literally how it's shot,
0: yeah. how it's shot, it how is, it's
1: scored, how it's edited. Yeah,
0: that is the best part of the movie, and, and they they score it yeah. well. That you know they have those like cutback scenes of the actual mm-hmm. like film too, which is cool. Um, yeah. Peter Berg and Buzz Bissinger are cousins which is fucking wild the guy who wrote that's the wild. book and the director of the movie that's wild are, yeah. yeah, are cousins which is crazy um, I have less I have way less problems with this movie than I do with Remember the Titans but um, mm. you know it, it's it's tough because they walked a fine line this has elements of both the TV show and the book And with a movie, it was probably tougher to squeeze this all in than -hmm. it would be in those other mediums. So I I do kind of get it. And I'm very entertained by this movie. I love it. It's definitely not perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, also some, you know, for the football fans out there, some good Texas football legends uh, cameo in this movie. Wide receiver Roy Williams is an assistant coach for Midland Lee, who's Permian's arch rival. Uh, Akib Talib, who played for the Bucks, uh, is in the movie. And Ty Law, who is a Hall of Famer, New England Patriot, was a receiver for Dallas Carter, the team that Permian played in the championship game. Um, it's a really good movie. It's just not one that I love. Uh, but... It also over-dramatizes things. (laughs) In 1988, Permian uh, Panthers lost to Dallas Carter in the state semifinals, not the state finals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But the Carter school that did go on to win was later forced to forfeit because they were academically ineligible. Uh, (laughs) And the whole thing with Booby Miles, which they had to do. I actually don't have a problem with this. He was injured in a a preseason game and didn't even play the whole year, but...
1: Yeah, but that was like one of the. I'm okay the, with the that. Best parts. Yeah, yeah it was one of the best parts. I'm of the okay. Story.
0: I, I actually really liked him and his uncle. I thought they were some of the best parts. Yeah, of the I think movie.
1: that was a great. Honestly, that was absolutely. I don't know if I've. I think that's a like a common story in a lot of sports movies, right? Like the star player, he's. Like senior year, he's getting all these fucking like I mean, people watching him, and these the
0: scouts are out watching him, and they're
1: they're gonna Varsity. sign him to all these yeah, schools. Varsity Blues is
0: the same thing, right? Like Paul. Same Paul thing. Walker gets hurt, and then it's Vanderbilt. Exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. And then somebody gets hurt, and or then he gets hurt to an extent. Then he's got to like completely change his life. That's fucking devastating, dude. I can't even imagine. I never. Of- Plus, the amount of pressure in like West Texas to like do that shit, like.
0: Fuck my number one has a similar story actually uh <laughs> now that we're talking about it but uh that was my number two we had both two and three we flip-flopped but friday night lights yep and remember the titans but we're down to you are
1: numero uno Numero
0: uno's wayne what's your favorite football movie of all time
1: well i had several people ask me this this week because I actually got a lot of feedback this week. Anytime I was telling people, like, I'm watching a bunch of football movies, they're like, oh, shit, well, you know, here's my opinion. I had without a doubt, without one doubt, that this was going to be my number one.
0: Let's hear it. Keep going.
1: Let's hear it. Any given Sunday. 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 Any given Sunday any given Sunday any yeah Sunday no all of you hate this movie this is this is your bottom of the barrel
0: it's my <laughs> number one favorite football movie of all time any given Sunday is <laughs> number one hell
1: yeah dude we haven't had this oh this is this is we haven't had the same number one in a while this is sick
0: yeah any so let's Sunday, do it together let's talk about any given let's, Sunday let's, we're gonna go we're first. gonna
1: talk about it together all right All right, so football is war.
0: Gladiators.
1: Gladiatorial. Modern day
0: gladiators. Gladiators.
1: Modern day gladiatorial combat. Meeting on the field of combat. This movie is amazing. Al Pacino, Cameron Diaz, Dennis Quaid, Jamie Foxx, Jamie, James Woods, LL Cool J, Matthew Modine, just scratching the surface of the amount of stars that have been in this Oliver Stone flick.
0: You didn't mention MTV superstar Bill Bellamy.
1: I didn't mention him, and... Sorry, Bellamy. Please forgive me. Sorry, BB. (laughs) Sorry, BB. Ah, Football is war, and Oliver Stone wants you to feel it. This movie makes you feel the stress of being... A highly paid, (laughs) aging athlete in the world of modern day football. Will, do you agree?
0: Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about it like, you know, replacing an old timer, you know, Willie Beeman. By the way, my name is Willie. Willie Beeman. (laughs) Uh, Willie Beeman. I keep the ladies screaming. Uh, Screaming. Yeah, I mean it's it's it kind of is repetitive on what we're talking about. Like, you know, the star player mm-hmm. gets injured. But in this case it's a little bit more interesting because, you know, it's the the Sharks, the fictional football team, the Miami Sharks mm. were this once great franchise. Um mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz's father on the team, and he was kind of like Pacino was his right hand man, and yeah. they were this once great revered franchise, and they're kind of passing the torch. And the cool thing about this movie, to me, is that, Mm. you know, we just talked about We Are Marshall, Remember the Titans, Friday Night Lights, we're all real stories. This movie feels more real to me than any of those movies.
1: I even have it in my notes right here. Yeah. It says, I feel like this is the most realistic football movie
0: (laughs) of all time. It's more real than (laughs) any of those movies. And you know why? It's because all these football players are in it. So... Uh, in the cast, Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. who's maybe the best defensive player in football history, um, linebacker for the New York Giants, plays the linebacker. He's the defensive like leader of okay. the team. And then Jim Brown, who's maybe the best running back of all time, is mm-hmm. uh, an assistant coach. And then you have cameos from Dick Buckkiss, Y.A. Tittle, uh, Pat Toomey, Warren Moon, Johnny Unitas, Ricky Waters, Emmett Smith, terrell owens and barry switzer they're football legends who are all involved in this mm. movie the nfl did not want any part of this movie no part of this so movie. that's why it's like <laughs> fictional teams but yeah, yeah. you can tell the nfl players influence and mm. you know they were clearly consulted on this you could just tell watching the movie and yeah uh pacino tony diamato I guess, spent a whole training camp with Mike Shanahan in the late mm-hmm. 90s. And Mike Shanahan at that time was coaching the Broncos who were winning back-to-back Super Bowls with John Elway, in 98 and 99. Oh, so, shit. Wow. And he just spent every like waking second following him around a training camp, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could just tell. It, this movie just feels way more real and less, you know, we said Disney-fied a million times. But, like...
1: It is. It feels like it's anytime he walks around it feels like you're just watching a guy in a documentary do his everyday job yeah like that's how it felt he's like win or lose i've seen it all man yeah you know and his like motivational speeches that even does they're not like this fucking grand like oh i'm so fucking like it's just get out there and do your fucking job and like
0: well, boom, we should at the end of this episode, we should put the inches speech between winning and losing mm-hmm. between living and dying. That fucking speech yeah. is maybe the best like war cry in movie history. It's fucking incredible. It is
1: so good. Yeah. It is. So, I mean, I no doubt all the speeches in this movie. Give me an inch. All I want is an inch everything costs an inch. Just that, that ending fucking speech is so good. And that monologue that he gives is just powerful as shit. So the, the writing and the acting in this movie is phenomenal. And it is by far leagues above any of these other movies that I've mentioned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the big difference here is you have a, a seasoned director in Oliver Stone.
1: Oliver Stone. Granted, he definitely it was it it felt like his style too, which was fine. I mean, I, I think it ended up great.
0: So, granted, he's I think he's very like. I wouldn't want Oliver Stone to direct a movie I'm looking forward to now, but you know, <laughs> this was kind of his last great one. But like you know, Platoon, Wall Street, Born on the Fourth of July, National Born Killers, Talk Radio. Like he was a established mm. director, which none of these other movies have. And mm-hmm. besides Remember the Titans, they do not have an actor of you know Pacino that caliber. caliber.
1: Pacino and caliber. Again,
0: Denzel is so good. Denzel could have played Pacino's character in this. I, I think mm-hmm. Denzel is that good, but he's just in mm-hmm. shitty movies. He's in shittier movies. And right. they have a star in Al Pacino, one of the best actors ever playing this role. Mm-hmm. And they have in charismatic. He's not mm-hmm. the best actor, but Jamie Foxx oozes Karamat charisma. Mm-hmm. And he is so perfect for this role, which originally was they wanted P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, whatever his name is these days. Why? To play. <laughs> Apparently he like couldn't even throw a football. They're like, All right, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing this. Um, but it's so good. Uh, the one casting that I did see, they actually wanted... Eastwood to play the coach, which I think would have been good, um, but he wanted to direct it too, and they're like, "No, nah, we're." we're uh, I, I yeah, can see yeah. Clint Eastwood kind of doing this movie, um, but it's just- I could
1: see that I could see that there's because there's, it, Damato has a lot of like indifference to the game. Sometimes, he like he, he loves the game. I'm not saying that the, he has an indifference to his love for the game, but. To him, a lot of it is, like, political. It's a lot of it is, like, yeah. strategy. It's not about, like, the nitty-gritty, like, oh, we're all seeking glory. So we're all seeking glory. Here's, you know?
0: here's like, the, the best, maybe one of the best scenes in the movie is him. And so Cameron Diaz plays the owner of the team, and she's mm-hmm. the previous owner's daughter and the the, the mm-hmm. old owner and, and Al Pacino's Tony and D'Amato were close. and um, he keep, She went to Cornell. He keeps talking about... Ever heard of it? Um, he keeps talking about <laughs> the run game. He's like, oh, I want the run game. I need the offensive line. Yeah, He's yeah. like an old school football guy. And she's like, oh, no, they want long passes and Hail Marys and touchdowns. Yeah. And it's really crazy because this movie can be made today because like the evolution of football is so prevalent in this movie, not to get too nerdy on football, but it's become more of a... Mm aerial you know act rather than like ground in town big guys beating the shit out of each other yeah um and this is 20 years ago um yeah and it touches on it so well and you could just it surprises me that this is your number one being like a casual football fan because as a hardcore football fan i think about like real life coaches and quarterbacks who have this relationship mm-hmm. that they do in the movie. Like, yeah, I'm benching yeah. you for the older guy. I'm bringing in the younger guy. Would, yeah. you know, the stuff with Dennis Quaid is great. Um
1: Tell me, dude, I'm shocked, honestly, that yeah. I that this I thought I would enjoy the older style. Like I thought Brian's song or something like that would be like number one. I actually enjoy the modern aspect of football, which is weird for me.
0: I enjoy Everything about watching football now, including the mm. unnecessary drama and bullshit that comes along I with it. I do, and it's real life. This is dumb. There's guys like getting so- arrested like in this, which opera. is fucking yeah. all the time. Like this is. Oh
1: god, Shark, dude, <laughs> Shark is amazing in <laughs> this movie. Give
0: me that needle. Just
1: get so right The me.
0: doctors being like told like, oh no, you this, you are telling this guy he's cleared to play. Like all this shit. This, dude, James, James Woods, Woods is character. awesome. In this. James Woods is awesome. Amazing. In this. He's a fucking amazing. psychopath in real life, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, he totally is. He
0: is he's great. He's funny. He is. Uh you have all these like great minor care like Aaron Eckhart's like the coach in waiting. Uh yep. Matthew Modine's another like trainer on the team. It, yep. It's just uh it's a really good movie. But again, this list, I really like this movie. I don't love it. It's a B B plus. Yeah. And for this to sure. be number one, I think speaks to the weakness of football movies, because this is a yeah. in most lists. This is probably a three or four or five type movie.
1: Yeah, it's not even number one. You know, it's very yeah, it's and a, a lot of lists. It's
0: a good movie. It is not great. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. good. It's very good. But um,
1: it's got its it, I mean, it's at some point in time, there's several points in time in the movie. It gets too stoned. It gets too Oliver Stone, where you're like, please stop with all the juxtaposition of the crazy ass fucking, and you're like, just get back to the, okay, Oliver, Oliver,
0: get back to the story. It's just too long. One of my favorite scenes is when he's like, yeah, raise your hand if you're a pussy, and LL Cool J raises his hand. (laughs) When Pacino, who's the coach, is raising his hand while he says it, he goes, raise your hand if you're a pussy, and LL Cool J, who's the uh, running back, raises his hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony D'Amato's like, why are you raising your hand? He goes, I didn't want you to be the only pussy raising his hand by yourself. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, the uh, the weakness is Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is a fucking shit actress. She's terrible. She's terrible. She's not
1: good, man. She's-, She's not good. I don't think that. So in like Oliver Stone fashion, he's been, you know, called a misogynist at a lot of point in time. And, uh, you know, he makes his movies overly masculine um so diaz's character i feel is a bit one-dimensional but diaz doesn't help it with her just flaccid just like i can't you gotta you gotta sell it to me and you don't sell cornell graduate businesswoman to me like i don't like you but it's because i don't really like the way you're talking
0: yeah she's not this like total badass that they tried to make her out to be like there's one mm-hmm. time there's the other owner where like oh you broke the rules whatever and the guy goes like oh i think she would eat her own young or whatever she's so hardcore and i was like uh dude she was in the mask bro <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one of her best roles. I, honestly, her yeah, best role. I think actually, that yeah. and like <laughs> Vanilla Sky, where basically she's almost making fun of herself, um, is yeah. probably the two best roles she's had. The Holiday. <laughs> I'm a holiday fan. I do like that. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's a good uh, movie. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I do like the the ending is cheesy. When he's like, "Oh yeah, the press conference, he's retiring," but he's like, "Nope, I'm coaching the new team." <laughs> In New Mexico. Oh, jeez, dude. Yeah, Willie like Beeman's rocky, coming with me.
1: Yeah, it was like a Rocky-like ending. Just like... Yeah. Well, and this is kind of goes back to my statement of, you know, why does every football movie have to have that ending? Where it's like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, like, Shark wakes back up from his fucking, like, massive concussion. <laughs> yeah. Near-death experience. to
2: Deliver the last final
1: blow. Yep. Yeah. But it kind of goes in... I mean, like... You even watch, like, that scene where um, Jamie Foxx's character Beatman comes and visits Al Pacino's character <clears throat> in his house, and he's cooking, like, shitty jambalaya, and on the TV has been her. Yep. And it's a, it's, I mean, it's an obvious comparison. To Modern day
0: on. gladiators is what
1: it is. Modern day gladiators. I do like that line. He's like, "You
0: didn't day. like my jambalaya." And he's like, "Why do you think I puked on the field so many times?" <laughs>
1: I mean, I do feel like Fox and Pacino's character, like they, those two meshed really well. I think Pacino. It can you imagine being an actor, and saying, "All right, you're going into this scene. Here's Al Pacino." You were supposed to dominate him in conversation during the scene and you need to project that and like go.
0: Is there that's fucking is there that's hard as shit. Is there any actor you'd be more intimidated doing a one on one scene than Al Pacino? I don't think there is.
1: No, I don't think there is. And so maybe
0: Streep would be pretty fucking intimidating. Um, she
1: would but now that I've watched Don't Look Up I think I probably have a better time doing it
0: <laughs> now that you've seen her butt cheeks at the end of the movie yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah butt cheeks at the end of the movie and just knowing her relationship with Jonah Hill but um yeah so it, it just he did a great job being this you watched this character's ego fucking skyrocket right like he his ego skyrocketed and he became, he felt like he was on the same level as Diamano, who had been in the industry forever. He had been a coach forever. He'd seen a million fucking beemans come and go. And to match that level of intensity, fucking, he did a great job. Great job.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, wow, similar lists. Yeah, three through mm-hmm. one. Uh, four and five, I thought we were going to be all over the place, but three through one, we're, we're pretty spot on. I, and I think we, you know, I think we both see the weaknesses in these football movies. So, um, which brings me to like honorable mentions, anything that you had close on your list, but left off or were you pretty solid?
1: Not really, dude. So I thought I did when I originally, I originally written down like 20 movies that I wanted to watch and I watched most of them. Yeah. But there was a couple of them. I was like, oh, this is probably going to be on my list. And I watched it. And I was like, this is not on my list. Everywhere. E- ever going to be on my list. Um, No, not really any honorable mentions. More honorable mentions for Bottom of the Barrel. Honestly.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of shitty movies. Um, But I did leave off like dumb movies that like The Replacements. It's a stupid, mm-hmm. fun movie. It's not great.
1: It's a fun movie. But yep. it's, yep. you
0: know... um. <laughs> We are Marshall. I guess was close, but you know, I told the major problems I had with that. So, good example. Like Jeremy is one of my favorite movies ever. I left it off. I don't think mm-hmm. that's a football movie. Rod Tidwell is a football player. Mm-hmm. I get it, but that's that's it's not a football. One man's story. I <laughs> mean, the movie's fucking yeah. Jeremy Maguire. Um, Blindside, even too not enough football for mm-hmm. me, and I do like that movie. Uh, Brian song I didn't include because of that. I also love this movie called Big Fan um Patton Oswalt plays like a diehard yeah yeah New York Giants fans old yeah. indie movie it's good but again not enough football for me to include it but those are the ones that I, I guess I considered um I think a lot of people will probably say Rudy should have been on this list I fucking hate it I think Rudy sucks
1: oh my god can we talk about Rudy for just a sucks. second
0: terrible movie
1: I loved Rudy growing up loved it loved Rudy it was my football movie I watched it this last time my wife warned me Jamie warned me she said don't watch Rudy I swear to God you're not gonna it's not gonna be the same and I was like I don't believe you and I fucking put Rudy in I want to beat the shit out of Rudy. So <laughs>
0: like, I want to tackle so him. Isn't even, I want to tackle. He's him. not even likable, and then like they just try to like manipulate you into like feeling for this guy with these dumb like. Yeah. This is for Rudy. Scene is fucking brutal. It's it's awful. It's not.
1: It's almost cringe it's at, at point cringy. in time.
0: I think it's so bad, but I bet you if it's, you pulled yeah. everybody in the world and said, "What's the best football movie?" I bet you Rudy would come out number one. Which is Rudy insane is insane to me. I think it's awful. They
1: haven't seen it. They haven't rewatched it. Yeah, they, they're still hanging on to that memory of this Rudy character.
0: Yeah, it's fuck Notre. No, Dame. fuck Notre Dame too. Go blue. Um.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I didn't pick Notre Dame as my college team.
0: Go blue. Yeah, go blue. Um. All right. Well, we talked about good movies. Let's so talk about bad movies. There's plenty of them out there. Mm-hmm. Wayne, bottom of the barrel.
1: <laughs> this is gonna be. Shocking to you. Bottom of the barrel for me is Invincible. I. At the two years that I've been following the Eagles, I love the Eagles. I do. Um, I think this movie is a Disney-fied piece of shit. My wife showed me this movie. And I think uh, Mark Wahlberg is a joke. He's tiny man um i feel like okay 100 percent fact nobody in that fucking movie had one philly accent i accent i didn't hear wooder one time or wawa i didn't hear wawa one time the fuck is that about
0: i don't know philly has an accent
1: Philly has an accent It's actually The Delco accent Is one of the most Interesting accents It's It's the most Studied accent Like that's Mare of Yep That's Delco
0: Okay I get it then Um,
1: Everybody had a Fucking New York Or Boston accent In the movie It was Glossed over Nobody talked about The fucking Super hard It was a Disney-fied movie It was a Disney-fied Piece of shit And I didn't like it
0: well, here's the thing with like you know, again, Disney fied shit. There's another Disney movie mm. called the Garbage Picking Field Goal Kicking Philadelphia Phenomenon starring Tony Danza, which I like <laughs> better than Invincible because at least it's a dumb, silly Disney movie and not trying to tell this true inspiring story and being the cheesiest. I fucking hate that shit. shit. I, agree. I actually went I actually halfway
1: through the movie I was like, did he even do anything? Did he even do, like, why are we, he, they're, they're playing it out like this guy was a fucking savior of the, the Eagles. And I was like, there's no goddamn way that this motherfucker came on the field and became the savior of the Eagles.
0: The best thing about Invincible is the OE Sony episode that came out after it.
1: <laughs> that is literally the best part. <laughs> and
0: honestly, one of the best quotes in that show's history is Charlie sitting in that chair I'm getting blackout drunk and you're leaving me alone. Is <laughs> from that episode. <laughs> Everyone else is like trying out to be a Philadelphia Gilmore. yeah. He's yeah. Just getting drunk and Green Man <laughs> came from that too and Green Man oh, dude. Need. Uh yeah, movie, that movie sucks. Uh Philadelphia is a city sucks. Uh Bucks beat the shit out of them in the playoffs. They suck. Celtics mm, own them this the year. The 76ers this year. uh The Celtics. The Celtics. The Phillies are try everything about Phillies is horrible, but
1: I don't know about. I don't agree with that. But
0: as I said in my uh, Instagram post, your bell has <laughs> a crack in it, and cheese sticks are overrated.
1: Listen, dude. <laughs> Listen, dude. That cracks there for a
0: raisin, bro. Uh, Angela in the office, like they make like a similar joke. They're like, talking shit about Philly. She goes, that town is full of history. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, well that's gonna be my argument now
0: that is a bad movie (laughs) it is a very bad movie
1: yeah I don't like that movie I don't like how it portrays Eagles fans I don't like how it portrays the Eagles I don't like that movie
0: (laughs) there's a lot of bad ones Uh, uh, Clooney directed this movie called Leatherheads which is like trying it's terrible Invincible is terrible I went very, very modern. A movie that came out this, well, actually last month. Yeah. And I went with a movie called Home Team. Um, and What home, even is this? So Home Team <laughs> came out last month on Netflix. Oh, God. And it is a true story. Okay. But I don't understand if the movie is trying to adapt the true story or not. So basically Kevin James is playing... New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton. Okay. And this is coming from a guy who likes the worst Adam Sandler movies on Netflix. Like <laughs> yeah, all the bad That's- Happy Madison yep. movies. I loved The Wrong Missy. I liked Murder Mystery. Mm-hmm. I watched the mm-hmm. Halloween one. I watched all these shitty Happy, happy Madison movies. This yep. movie, I don't get what it's trying to do. So... If you don't know the story, Sean Payton uh, became the coach of the New Orleans Saints after Hurricane Katrina, won a Super mm. Bowl, but then got suspended for a year because his assistant coaches were basically being like, hey, telling their players, I will pay you if you take this guy out of the game. So basically, it, oh it's called Bounty Gate. He's like, hey, if you take this guy out of the game, I will you know, mm. pay you X amount of money, whatever. Um. I just, I don't understand what this is going for. If it's, Mm -hmm. I'm all for a dumb movie being a dumb movie, but it tries to be serious. It tries to be a feel good story and it tries to be a real story. But also Sean Payton, who in everything you hear is his great father. They like picture him as like this deadbeat dad at the same time. (laughs) It is so weird. And by the way, Kevin James looks nothing like him which is the other <laughs> caveat. About so
1: it. let me, let me ask you this question. Like was, was Sean Payton like a part of this bounty gate scandal? Like was he at the Yeah. Head of it, I mean, he, he got
0: suspended for a year at the end of the day. Like, um, it sounds like, like at, at that time, Greg Williams was his defensive coordinator and he was the guy who was kind of behind it, but it was kind of one of those things. It's like, dude, you're in charge. Like you need to know what's going on with your football team. And, yeah. Um, as someone who grew up hating the New Orleans Saints, I loved it when he got suspended. But he's one of the greatest. <laughs> co- he's legit one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. He's a great coach. Sure. Um, he actually just retired from the Saints this year. He left the Saints, and you know, did so mm-hmm. much for the city. And yeah, he, Drew Brees was his quarterback forever. They were very good. Won the one. Yeah, Super Bowl. yeah.
1: Drew Brees was great.
0: Um, but it, it's just such a bizarre thing again i'm all for a dumb happy madison movie this one just made no sense and it was yeah unfortunately i watched it and it was so bizarre taylor lautner also was in it as the oh jesus so some eye candy for the ladies
1: okay so was rob schneider in this
0: movie rob schneider plays the stepfather so sean payton's wife remarries and marries rob schneider Oh yep, he's in it. Uh, Which is also not true in real life. Drew Brees is a happily married man with like four kids, so it makes what the hell? Or Sean Payton? Sorry, (laughs) is happily married. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Was Rob Schneider like a crazy character, or was he?
0: Yeah, he's Rob. He's playing Rob Schneider. Like I can, you can imagine. He's like this hippie vegan guy. You know, he's the comedic relief.
1: (laughs) He always is. Exactly. It's
0: horrid, horrid, horrid. There's a lot of choices here. Leatherheads is terrible. There's uh, I, the mm. others, oh, the longest yards suck too. The Sandler movie. Yeah. Yeah. Waterboy suck. Oh, Waterboy. I hate Waterboy.
1: I, I'm not a big fan of Waterboy. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Waterboy was, ugh, you know, the um, Rock
0: had a football movie too, I believe. The game plan. The game plan. Yeah. 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 It just, it's the weakest sports genre movie, I think. I would agree. I would like to see a gritty, realistic story on like a true. But
1: you know, what's funny though, is I think that, so hear me out on this In baseball movies, when they do like an epic story where it's beyond the game, it's amazing. Think field of dreams, right? Like, yeah, it's beautiful. Anytime they try to do that with football, it never works. What we want to see is the fucking gritty realism behind a modern day football team as in any given Sunday over something that is totally stupid, impossible, like Invincible.
0: Yeah, you know what? Like, thinking back at, like, baseball, a movie like The Rookie is Mm -hmm. a Disney movie. Dennis Quaid is this 43-year-old guy who's this Cinderella story and mm-hmm. Makes it to the big leagues as a rookie at whatever at 43 this is the age I made up, but an older guy, like one of the oldest rookies in baseball,
1: at least 27.
0: But th- that story <laughs> was true, and they did it like well. Like, it they didn't like I mean, obviously, they Hollywooded it up at points, but like mm-hmm. they didn't like change the story of what happened, right? Um, right. And it's, uh, it's not a great movie, but it's fine. But it just, yeah, yeah. I just maybe just sports like that fit better. There's this new movie called American Underdog, which is about Kurt Warner.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and Zach Levi plays Kurt Warner. Dennis Quaid is actually in this too. Randomly, he plays <laughs> the uh, he plays the uh, his coach, Dick Vermeule. But Kurt Warner was this like quarterback who played in the Canadian Football League, ended uh-huh. up kind of fizzling out, and then was like bagging groceries, and then ended up going getting to get into the NFL, won a Super Bowl with the Rams made another mm-hmm. one with the cardinals but apparently this they like made this movie like a big like christian thing so <laughs> damn it <'cause>, i <laughs> just don't know
1: ruined it yeah, it's like a really good
0: story <laughs> like they have these really good stories and they just fuck them up football mm. for whatever reason and baseball movies have done it better but
1: they have um you know let's talk for a second about the great 80s football movies we've got johnny Be good wildcats lucas of course all the right moves you know the 80s was a good time for football but it just didn't it didn't translate well <laughs> it was all about high school football at that point in time right
0: wildcats that's funny i mean looking back on it like honestly I wish I probably put varsity blues on this list. Cause at least that movie knew what it was like.
1: At least it knew what it, it was. It was a high
0: school, dumb, cheesy teen movie. I feel movie. like
1: all the, the nineties or early two thousands, uh, like teen movies knew what they were doing. Yeah. They had like this sense of s- self identity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, at the end of the day, like, I didn't put We Are Marshall on my list, but, like, I would watch Varsity Blues over that. At least, like, it's... Yeah. But it's also very cheesy.
1: You know, the the problem for me with Varsity Blues is I, I get it mixed up with Not Another Teen Movie. And I can't remember which is which. <laughs> like...
0: You can't tell the difference between Ali Larder I can't tell the and I'm, Ali Larder and Chris Evans wearing whipped cream. They're the same to me. They look. They're the they same. both look so good in whipped cream that you can't tell.
1: I mean, good god. <laughs> but other than that, I can't. <laughs> there's scenes that I'm like, wait a second, was that in not another teen movie of Farsi Blues? I can't remember.
0: <laughs> not another teen movie. I, we've talked about this. It's an underrated. Movie. It's very funny
1: very very funny very funny
0: very funny movie but as far as football that's it
1: Mm -hmm. yep
0: it's fourth down we're punting you know what that means Wayne?
1: um that means that you are on your fourth down that's and you're probably punting
0: that's exactly (laughs) what it means (laughs) All right. I mean, you need to get
1: the football to the other end of the field as far away from the their end zone
0: as possible. What a does ma- that work? What a mastermind we have here, ladies and gents. That's it.
1: Listen, dude.
0: That's it. Well, appreciate the listen, everybody. Football. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Let us know who you think are going. to Wayne. Before we go, Super Bowl prediction: Rams, Bengals. Give me. Oh, I'm. Uh... Who's gonna win? Okay. And what? what's the score?
1: Oh, fuck. dude! I have to pick a score? Yep. Um, pff, Rams are going to win. Um, let's do 24-17. I don't know. I just pick numbers.
0: Okay. No, that's not Vegas. I'm going to go okay. the Cincinnati Bengals being a Cinderella story. I'm going to go twenty seventeen Bengals.
1: Okay. That's our prediction, Zoo. We got it locked in.
0: Locked in. Till next time. Cheers, everybody.
1: Cheers.